good, man. Well, go on, Mr. Maps. What's up? No, bro, you know me. I'm alive and kicking. It's a Saturday, footy, so yeah. yay. We, uh, we're, we're back kind of early. We're back kind of early. Um, are you? I hope you're, you're recording on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, um, um, yeah, yeah, we're back kind of early. Wouldn't it be awkward um, if after all of this, like at the end of it all, you find out I didn't record anything? <laughs> you know what? If you, if it's your, that that's your own yaya there. That at that point, it's not my problem. I made myself available, <clears throat> but you'd have to re-record. You know, Otherwise, you can't just record your audio and release. Ah, no, you record by, by yourself. You record by yourself. Anyway. <laughs> um what's up guys uh it is it is a, a bonus or special or i don't even know a new installment or something something different that we're trying um version or not version but yeah it's a different episode of uh six foot weight did you say version bonus version? material okay how much have you been drinking dude so? i heard virgin <laughs> version all right it's bonus content it's bonus content um and i can't even get through a freaking intro but anyway bonus content guys uh like like we mentioned in our last episode um we all watched blood and water and we found that it was a really really dope netflix series um so we've come together and we're going to do a little bit of a review uh we're going to kind of give general thoughts and then go into spoiler territory um really get in up you know, balls deep into the show, <laughs> <laughs> and um, for 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 this special review, we kind of got a guest, which I did mention last episode. So, um, welcome, Miss uh, Nogushe Kumar. Hi guys, welcome back to my channel. Oh, wait, oh, whoa. <laughs> chill, chill. I'm kidding. That YouTube, that YouTube. Hey, hey, we don't want no, that. But you no, know, but we're trying to but we're anyway. trying to shake the YouTube off. So let her get it out of her system. Okay, get it out of your get system. Get it out of your go. system. Okay, hit us, hit us with the intro. All right. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Hi guys. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't think I can actually get the YouTube out of me because, you know, it's in me. But the name is Unogushe, the surname is Kumalo, and oh, I am... Kumar. Yes, indeed. You know I'm what? very honored <laughs> to be on the show, guys. Shout out. I have, I have, I have a confession, my Kumar. Oh, my word. Did you want me? I'm taken, How? Senna, by your friend. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm kidding, what's say, the confession? Is my boy, is my boy, is my boy. And we respect we respect <laughs> the boy. We respect the boy. Uh, so why should we call you smart? But in any event, my confession was actually that I only realized today that your surname is spelled with, without an H. Yeah. You are I, I, it's I Kumano without like an last H. week as well. Guys, shook, please don't try to fix my surname. Like, yo, I'm so glad you actually said this on the podcast. So then people can like Search me. They search the correct name. It's no. Kamala without the H. <laughs> so like you know. Kamala. But yes. Kamala. But then when your email address does <laughs> an H. I know. I was a kid. Please don't judge me. I was trying uh, to fix so, my own surname. My dad hates it. I see. I don't see, but I see. It's yeah. I don't want to save my email on this because now people are gonna email me their mm. confessions and like tell me they love me because everyone loves me. So I don't want that. Hey, no. Yeah. No, your, your life must be tough, eh? It's so hard being famous. 
We're doing a review of Blood and Water. It was a really, really dope series. It was a South African series um, on Netflix, which is great. Always great to see uh, African content up there internationally for people to see. Um, so we'll start. I kind of, I guess, we'll start by by general thoughts. We can go with 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 Senna first. What were your general thoughts about the series? Did you like it? Did you hate it? Um, how did you feel? Um, I found it enjoyable. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, what I will say is that there were a couple of things where I think they could have handled certain parts of the storyline a bit better. Um, but we'll mm-hmm. get into that. But I think generally it was enjoyable. It's it's easy watching. Like there's some shows that are. I'm not sure if you know, but there's certain shows that are difficult to get through. Like you're watching yeah. and then you're only watching it now because people say it's great and then you just keep going and then you're hoping with yeah. you. Whatever it is that they think is great, you'll catch on to it as well. And so with yeah. this, I found it very easy to watch. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. What about you, Makubai? I think I also share the same sentiments with Usena. It was a good show. Like I enjoyed it. Initially, I thought it was a movie, so I was very shocked and kind of disappointed. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think I have, like, commitment issues, except, like, with uh, my boyfriend, obviously. Um, but I like oh, watching God. something and getting through it. So I was kind of disappointed that it was a series. But the actual storyline, the plot, it was good. I think it was slightly uh-huh. overhyped on Twitter, though. Uh, yeah, people went You think off. it was? Yeah. And the problem is, I'm not sure if people were overhyping it or it was like the promo gang because they did gang mm-hmm. promo. So I think I expected way more, and I was I wasn't disappointed, but you know, the expectations could have been better. Exactly. Like, what's up with the dad? Like, is he like there? Are they separated? Yeah. Is he? Like... Yeah, no, I had mad questions. I had like, mad questions. So about that was because in the, in the first episode, that's what probably added to my confusion the most he's like yeah. shown as he's not really there he's just coming for the birthday but then mm-hmm. later on he's there like when did they maybe they should have explored the relationship with the mother a bit more just so we understand what's going on are they divorced are they separated are they still together you know yeah yeah no that did that did that that honestly i will agree that part the mother father relationship didn't really make sense because she seemed like she was pissed but like you know she didn't she didn't really have enough of an arc where we see okay this is what happened between mom and dad and this is where they are now because i thought they were like are they divorced i don't think i don't think they're divorced i think they just but separated they, yeah because it's, it's not really lovey dovey because in the, even in the first episode she gets mad at her mom blink gets mad at her mom because he, like the little brother sia clocks that the dad left early from the birthday mm. party and it's like oh dad has already left and they're blaming the mom or oh, you told him to leave so clearly there was something there there's frustrations there but like yeah. yeah i to this day i still don't know what 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 the issue was but i my question to you guys then would be one thing that i also thought about at the end of the series they've been painting the dad as like he's a good dad but then yeah. obviously they're trying to prosecute him for kidnapping the kid and as the plot like thickened with like I, I'm, I'm gonna keep calling him Achi Achi Morocco because that's that's me <laughs> forever. But KB's like, dad. Ooh, I, ooh, I, yeah, ooh, KB's dad is like the mastermind who kind of was you know doing the whole fake birth certificate thing. So do you think the dad did cut a side deal to get rid of one of the kids? Hmm. 
Um, I'll let you take on this my one. side, let me yeah. On my side, just to before I get into that actual question, I think what you guys are saying about the dad is what also really pissed me off in the series. I think it's because his surname is also Kumalo, <laughs> so <laughs> I was mad. Like I know my surname is powerful and everything, but really a kidnapper. So <laughs> like that's not yeah. what we're associated with. I was hacked, man. Especially because he did the clan names. Zilika has a gamma shoban. I was like, Whoa! yeah, no, he did. You know, you know what was so type of thing. <laughs> you know what was funny about about him though. The moment what? he opened his mouth, um, the actor. The moment he opened his mouth, I could tell that that's a Debele man from Bulawayo for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> the moment he spoke, I could hear, I could hear that that's that's a homeboy. But yeah, that, that I found that really interesting. So is the guy guilty or not? You guys, neither of you answered the question. Is he guilty or not? I, I don't trust him, but also I think it's just because, I, yoha, this is foul. But I think he's he he doesn't look like a Kumalo. So I was like, yeah, you're guilty. <laughs> okay, so you you just biased because of the the the, the Kumalo thing. I just yes, don't think you're personal. I just don't think yeah. he, yeah. he looks scary. Also, in most of the like episodes, his eyes were kind of red, as if he was crying. <laughs> he just he didn't really fit into the blood and water character scheme. Like he looked out of place. He didn't align. So with the I brand. didn't really. Yeah, I didn't trust him. <laughs> everyone was rich. Everyone dressed well, and then you got him. I didn't really understand him. So I was like, yeah, he's a fishy character from the word go. Do you think he's fishy? Okay. Like, do you think he's shady? Yeah, definitely. I, I, I definitely think he's involved in that kidnapping. I just don't know how or why. I, I found that difficult to sort of... Maybe I'm also just looking at it a bit too critically from my eyes. But it's like, why was he actually arrested? Like, what had he done? Because it's like there's suspicion of foul play, but there's no proof that mm-hmm. there was a child that was ever kidnapped. You get what I mean? So it's not like they can yeah. point to and say, oh, there's a child that was kidnapped here, here, here. There's just a whole lot of suspicion. But you can't, they don't really say, oh, this is why he's in the But dark. thing is, where there's smoke, there's fire. True. I think he knows a lot more. Because, I mean, when he was talking to Puleng in one of the scenes, he was also like, oh, it's going to be a lot of lies wrapped in truth. So nah. obviously there's some stuff that's gonna come out. I think in the obviously in the next season, there's some stuff that's gonna come out, and it's gonna be one of those things where I think he's kind of sort of guilty, but I don't think he's all the way guilty. I think they made him out to be too much of a nice dad. There wasn't enough dickish things that he did for for me to think that they're gonna throw him under the bus and just be like, nah, he was a deadbeat. He sold like even if he if he did, maybe I think like Archie kind of tricked him and made it to be something that it wasn't i think it's going to be one of those things where you know the real villain will be kb's dad and you know bullying's dad ended up becoming like the victim at the end of the day something along those lines even though it was like he willingly kind of did it can i just add in i think he's guilty because thing is with Kuleng's family I can't really tell their social status like I can't tell if they're rich or if they're like middle class Mm. um I think they're middle class yeah but like their house is really pretty Kuleng's room is gorgeous I don't know if other people like agree but like 
it's obviously not like figiles, but it's quite pretty. So in my head, I'm like, maybe this guy sacrificed his eldest daughter so that everyone else can have a better life. Angus. Well, they could secure the bag. Yeah. What's ah, one child? Think, you can make talking, another one. If we're talking cribs, if we're talking cribs, KB's crib though. Ah, obvious. Ah. That was powerful. Nah. Yeah, no, that that crib was fire. Like from the first scene, it, it, you could kind of see the ocean in the back. Where is that? Is that like is that Camps Bay? Like wherever that was, man. That was yeah. I was like, nah, fam. I need I need me an apartment over there too because yay. Dude, yeah, those, everything those related to paid. KB was amazing. I have a crush on him. Like, it's 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 it is what it is. You and literally the rest of the women that kind of saw this 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 show. That's but that's all we ever heard. Can I tell you why? I know we're deviating, but the reason is KB is such a hot guy, and we all assumed he would be a fuckboy. We expected him to play Pule so he, much. He but he did he play. Was. He, he, no, he hooked he up didn't. with Pule. I mean, with what's the name? With, with Figile. Oh, come on. It's an ex, guys. How wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> now you started. <laughs> now you started. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not saying, I'm not saying it's fine, but it's not, like he stopped himself. I really Wait, think so KB was with, such a good guy. Sorry, with these infidelity things, are they like levels? Well, obviously there's levels, but... Definitely. You'd forgive a little kissing with an ex. Thing is, guys, with an ex, it's not like there's feel... Ugh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, we really know, don't know what you're saying. I, I, I don't want to give anyone you know, any ideas. Do you know what I think, right? The whole thing with KB, he was presented mm-hmm. as... Because um, obviously him and, and, and the other guy were presented as stark contrast. You have the rich kid who smokes yeah. weed in front yeah. of his dad. Weed. Yeah, and he's, he's, you know, hangs out with all the other cool kids. He dated the most popular girl. It's a, it's a script set up for him to eventually break yeah. her heart and for her to go running back to, to Wade and saying, Ooh, exactly. this happened. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. when he's presented, he's presented more of a really caring, genuine, nice guy. And I think that makes mm-hmm. him likable for to a lot of girls. Like not only mm. is he handsome and all of that, but he's also he treats her nicely. But then I think when he cheated on her, because that's not mincid, he did. He cheated on her. When he cheated on her, <laughs> it was it became very <sighs> difficult for a lot of girls to then turn back and say, "Ooh, hang on, yeah. he might actually be an asshole." He might actually be more of an asshole than because it's not like he stopped himself. Someone interrupted them, from what I remember. Yeah, yes, it was, exactly. It was Someone was like, hey, hey, mom. Hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. So I no, think I it, it became very difficult for people to backtrack and then say, "Oh, he's still a dick." I don't know. That's just how I'm seeing it. Wow, I think it's because he's rich. That's why I'm able to forgive him so easily. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! But but you guys saw from like. The first time, if you analyze the first time that she Pulang met KP versus the first time that um, um, she met Wade, like like Senna was saying, it's it, it is set up in a cliche way. Like literally, she bumps into KP and KP kind of burns her, her her cardigan, yeah, with his blunt. And versus she, you know, Wade's mom is calling, which is okay, typical nice guy thing. He's got got a good relationship with mommy's his mom boy. And he's and, a photographer and, and he's chilling. And he's, yeah, he's a photographer and he's very he's and he's got pickup lines. And he looks he looks innocent too. He just looks like a, one of those guys that like for me I'd love for Wade to be my boy. He just looks like a like a cool guy. 
you know and then one thing that was slick though when 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 he was talking to her where i was like i i see you wade when she was like when he was like oh um he was like stay and i'll get you a cider or if i can get you like um whatever you're drinking you know when they yeah. made that little side deal and wade knew he's got a cooler box right there with the ciders and she's like yeah yeah okay cool if you can get me my cider all right we can figure out something and boom man pulls out the cider and the cooler box i was like you see this is why wade deserves the chick but unfortunately funny enough i saw a tweet where someone said um girls never choose the nice guy <laughs> they never do. i saw then, that <laughs> It's it's not, but he's not exactly a, a nice guy so much, is he? Like he didn't really come Ooh, out and wait? say, yeah, he didn't really come out and say I want you. Like he's a nice guy, I get it, but he didn't really come out and say. Hey, but in the end, like towards the end, he was like, he was like, you know, where does that leave me? You know, that's but you could see it. Like if I can see it as an audience member, she should have also been able to clock that. Okay, no, this guy freaking went to some random prison. <laughs> And sent and sent an inmate what three gigs airtime <laughs> <laughs> for yeah. his, his life to get the girl. Literally. Yeah, literally. Like, I don't even And what did what did and what did KB do? KB had the wackest bars of my life. Oh my word. When he was rapping with Nasty C. Out, and, and Nasty C's like, like, ooh, that's so cold, man. The fuck? Yo, yo. <laughs> but here's the thing, here's the thing. Yeah, no, that I was think, that was offensive. And I'm not sure if Nobutle will agree with me if I say this, but he who speaks gets the girl, not he who goes around doing... You may run to Portsmouth Prison and go interview a prisoner and buy the prisoner data and cross the Limpopo River just to prove the <laughs> But if you don't actually tell the girl that, yo, I like you, yeah. she's not, she's not going to yeah. know and she's not going to act on it. So he, he probably have himself to blame in that regard. I mean, well, what was he hoping for? Um, there was a time when I think his was a bullying little brother who was like his actual mm-hmm. boyfriend. And then he kept insisting. So he got so excited; it was yeah. actually really cringy. Your, your brother says I'm yeah. your boyfriend. Yeah. Like no, dude, yeah. that won't get you the yeah. girl. What gets you the girl is he lost you points there. Go and say he no. lost points there. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, I me. agree, but. I have a question, guys. <clears throat> this is something that, that, that that's um, stuck out to me. Um, like, both of you guys have either lived in Cape Town or living in Cape Town. Oh, who gave the colored people the tender for this series? Because clearly, <laughs> every single teacher was colored. The principal was colored. Like, it was... I was shook. I was like, okay, I get it. I know there's a lot of colored people, but there wasn't even one black teacher... And I saw the whole series when I, when I watched it the second time. Because initially I was like, no, there wasn't even one white teacher. There was one white teacher that I saw for like a five-second scene. Every other teacher was colored. And I was like, is that, is that, that, that's generally how things work in Cape Town? Yeah, I, think I would meant, think so. Yeah, I think it's also just meant to reflect the demographics. Yeah. Like so that's I'll, an accurate reflection. Yeah, like I'll tell you something. I remember... Um, when I just started at UCT and I came back from home and like, you know, everyone wants to know, how is it? Is it different from here? And I told them that like, every person you see that's black in KZN, it's a mm. colored person on the other side. So like even our lunch wow. ladies were colored people, um, the, like the cleaners were colored people. And that was a shock for me because in mm. Peter Maritzburg, colored people are usually like your rich, bougie type. So seeing mm. them do your basic jobs was a shock. 
So I just think in Cape Town, there's a lot of colored people. Um, so that's why all the teachers are colored and the principal is colored. Um, and also, okay. that, was ca- like, that was quite a, an expensive school. I think it was like a, a <clears throat> private yeah. school. Yeah, mm-hmm. your, your private school, Model C schools, hardly ever any black teachers. Like in my high school, the wow. only black teachers I had were for my Zulu lessons. So yeah, that sounds familiar. Sounds yeah. yeah. <laughs> we uh, in our primary school at Whitestone. I think it was it was just our Ndebele teacher, and after some years, we got one other black teacher. By the time just before we got to grade six, we got one black teacher, Miss J. Oh yeah, she was so she was, she was so dope. cool. She was dope. Miss J. Miss J was so cool, man. Absolutely loved her. But like that was the only black. Everybody else was white, like exactly. Afrikaans white. All of them, like yeah, no. It, I, I'm 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 even thinking each grade that I was there, yeah, one black teacher in 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 six years that I was there, one black teacher, which is hectic. It's but literally I'm, I'm sure always they, like that. Yeah, unfortunately. But then here's speaking about racial dynamics. Um, we have to talk about we have to talk about Comrade Lamini. Oh, <laughs> oh. She, see. she was she was a lot. She was a lot through this. I I I went from in the beginning digging her vibe, and then by the end I was like, nah, nah, you're not really doing it for me. But one thing that kind of stood out at the beginning, like when we we're being introduced to all of these characters, she said something that really really stood out to me. Um, they were in class, and the history, or I'm I'm assuming it was history teachers talking about the holocaust and they had to do some essay and she puts her hand up she's like hey why is it why are we learning you know essentially white history yeah. in class and how come we're not talking about all these other genocides that happened in africa and it kind of took me back to my high school yeah um and you know all my all my education throughout all the way to, to college you know where it was like african history in high school had to be like you had to do extra like we had higher we had higher level history and standard level history. If you did standard level history, all you did was your World War Ones and your Cold Wars. That was it. But then if you did higher level history, which was harder, they added African history at that point. But like, shouldn't it be the opposite? Shouldn't you be learning African history? Why is it like you have to go to the ends of the earth, you know, essentially to do African history? But all of us can recite what happened from 1919 to 1939. We all know that by heart. But now start talking about different tribes in 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 Guniland, in 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 Kenya, in Nigeria, in Rwanda, we know, even we know fuck all, we we know nothing. <laughs> I don't know. That's just the education system that we inherited, unfortunately, and that's the one that's pushed at most of these of these schools and these Model C schools. Yeah, it's 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 always going to be the European history and World War One, World War Two, Hitler, because Hitler is apparently the worst man to ever live. Um, I say that sometimes. Well, maybe not. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you're always going to talk about the world wars and all of that stuff. The Spanish Revolution, the Russian Revolution, the Chinese Revolution, even. Yeah, literally. But I think when it comes to confronting China's Mao 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 Zedong's rise to power, but I think when it comes to African history, yeah, when it comes to confronting our own history, I think it becomes very awkward in a classroom where you learned with your oppressor. So where you, how, how's your white teacher going to sit and tell you that? Also, oh, you know, in 1652, 
<laughs> yeah, they they definitely sugarcoated because I remember we yeah. did um apartheid for like it was a few weeks, guys. Like we did the Holocaust for the whole term, but apartheid was just a week or maybe two. Wow. And um it was very sugarcoated because I think the teachers also kind of felt like guilty or whatever. Um, and I remember there were white girls who would cry saying, you know, this is so <laughs> terrible. So then we would stop watching the movies. So, and Jay, yeah. <laughs> oh, <cool. laughs> and wow. dude, another thing is, cause I remember someone, I, I had someone who was just like comrade Lamini or, mm. or should I say Shlamini, comrade <laughs> Shlamini <laughs> in one of my classes. And they would ask like, why don't we do more African history? And I remember most of our teachers would just say the issue is that it's not written down. You know, our history yeah. is passed through word of mouth. And mm -hmm. I don't think our white teachers have the correct version. So, you know, there's, know. there's no point in them going through it. Nelson Mandela um, has a thousand page autobiography detailing South African history. The other part that I kind of wanted to, 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 to have us touch on was obviously the big thing about the series, which was that relationship between Fix and Coach Coach Chad. Real quick FYI, this is no shade at all, but, you know, Coach Chad was a polo driver. Anyway, moving right away. Oh, wow. No, hold up. Wow. <laughs> hold up. Please. Can you hold up? Listen, this is not, this, it has nothing to do with that. the fact that you drive a polo as well. No, I feel like you're something anyway. chief. I didn't sub you. I'm just what saying. What does him being a polo driver have to do with him having a relationship with a student? I a polo driver is always car. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Nobody drove um, a polo at so, some point, by the way. Yeah, well, I upgraded. So, bye. I'm no longer part so, of that. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, okay. <laughs> we, all, we all have dark moments in our lives. So, that was <laughs> you're, you're still wow. driving in the darkness. <laughs> Wow. Can we move on to what you <laughs> wanted to discuss, Mr. Maposa? <laughs> <laughs> so intense. <laughs> um, so uh, my, my, my question was kind of like, how initially, how did you guys see, uh, how did you feel like that, that relationship was treated? Because I, I feel like uh, it, it, was, it was a delicate thing. Because at the end of the day, it's like, hey, that's a high school. I, I know it's a very real thing that kind of, ha I've heard stories about that. Um, and the fact that they treated it the way that they did treat it, I think they they did the best that they could have done mm -hmm. with the situation. I'm not I'm not I'm not caping for Coach Chad. Um, but he seemed to have been a genuine guy. Like he seemed to actually love her. It's a very different because even when he was caught and the writing was on the wall that he'd lose his job, and all these things, he still went to her and said. And he's, he was still very kind towards her. Usually in situations like that. Was he really? He was. I mean... No, he wasn't. I think he was. <laughs> when he went to see her at the, at the hotel, I think he was pretty kind about it. Even though he said, look, um, this has to end, blah, blah, blah. He was still pretty, pretty cool about it. Usually in those instances, you get a guy who'll say, Hey, second, suck food, send banjiwe, lend dog pet. <laughs> but I think he showed, what he did he showed a great deal of compassion. He texted her. He was like, hey, bro, get out of my classroom. He did. And he was did, did, delete the chats. He went into his office. He deleted the pictures. He, he only, all he did was damage control. At the end of the day, all he did was damage but control. But don't you think that he actually because... loved her? Uh, no, actually, uh, uh, no. This, is, this, is, this is why I say no. This is why I say no. Yeah. 
if you if you picked it up um what what's coach that chad story he was an olympic swimmer who never made it because he had a horrible accident yeah and he never got to live out his dream and the whole time yeah. he kept pushing fix because he's pushing exactly towards what olympics he was trying yeah. to live vicariously through her through fix yeah, so I don't think he loved it. I think I hundred percent agree his, with you. His own dream. So you think it was one of those days? But what does sleeping with her have to do with him pursuing his dream? I think that's just a way to like motivate her because I think she she thought that he was really there for her. <laughs> motivate so, her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, other that people love, work differently. <laughs> yeah, and I think. I think also maybe it started off as like an emotional support kind of thing. Like you can talk mm. to me whenever you need help. And yeah. then it kind of developed because like, you know, um, what, what's that thing they say about um, being surrounded to someone kind of leads to intimacy. What? Mm. Proximity breeds Proximity intimacy. intimacy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I think they spent so much time together. It was bound to happen, but I don't think he actually loved her like that. And also, he lied, guys. Can we not forget that he lied? He said he, he was leaving that. his wife. He said, <laughs> he said, I'm leaving. Yeah, he said things weren't working out. Ganti man's knocked up the wife. How well, are things a, not working a, out? That's a, typical, <laughs> that's a typical... It was mad predictable. Man. I knew when they introduced the wife, I was like, she's got to be pregnant. I was like, nah, there's no way. It, it, it was cliche. And I was like, yep, she's probably pregnant. And there you are. She was pregnant. And I was like, ha. Then when she almost beat Figuile's ass when she came to class, I was like, yay. Yo, oh, she hey, pissed me teeth. off there. Who pissed you off? The wife. <laughs> the wife. No, I actually felt because... for her. No, you must deal with I your man. Uh-uh, guys, mm-hmm. no. Here's the you thing. see, Nothing... if I was Figuile, I would have punched her in the stomach, killed that baby. Wow. Oh, that took her out. Okay, cut. <laughs> Nah, I'm still objecting there. And I think maybe it's because Figile is young. I think if Figile was like some varsity chick, yeah, then showcase, go ahead, go beat her up. My thing is, we don't know when Chad and Coach Chad and Figile's relationship started. You know, as much yeah. as she's 17 and she's, you know, of a, of a, like, like of a legal age, I guess. Mm-hmm. But we don't know when it started. It could have been when she was 15 or 16. So I I really feel like Coach Chad groomed Ufigile. Like Figile doesn't really know herself outside of Coach Chad and KB. So yeah. I feel like Coach Chad has had an opportunity to mold her the way he wants her to be, and um, she doesn't really see life without him type of thing. He's definitely perving at that. Yeah, point. Like, she's it's... way too young. Yeah, yeah, no, he he was. I think 100% in the wrong, regardless of how she felt. Yeah. Um, he, he, he did manipulate her because that's, you, you're a person of power in that particular circumstance. You have the power to warp a young person's mind. And, yeah. you know, yeah. So he, 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 he definitely deserved to be fired and, you know, in my opinion, even be arrested because even though she's 17, that doesn't matter. You're probably, you're probably what, early 30s? He looked like he's in his twenties or something. Yeah. Nah, he looked he looked quite young. He was quite handsome. He looked quite young. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go. No, mid, how many, mid, how mid many, to late. Even if it's mid to late, the twenties is weird. On the show, no, I did yeah. not have a crush on Coach Chad. You know, he felt himself too much, but he didn't have that thing. He wasn't KB. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Please respect me. <laughs> Are you guys excited for season two? 
I am. I am. Because I just want to see how the story unfolds more than anything. I want to see so how... So you invest, you're invested in the plot? I am invested. In, I want to see how my favorite snitch, Wendy Jamini, fucks everything <laughs> up. Because <laughs> oh she's my like... Gosh. She, was, she was super annoying. But yeah, I yeah, really I think, hate her. I do think she still has a big role to play in the whole scheme of things. Yeah. Especially when yeah. the truth comes to light. I think she'll be mm-hmm. one of those people that eventually does something that just shakes up the whole thing. I don't know. But I think she's 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 been key to the story to the stage. And I think at some point it's it's going to only get better for her, like in terms of her involvement in the whole thing. Okay. Alright, Nobisha, what are you excited about? On my side, I'm really two. excited for season two, but I'm also kinda sad. I don't know if I wanna mm. watch it. Um, I think the hopeless romantic in me really wanted KP and Puleng's relationship to work. Like I've been rooting for them. Um, so seeing that Uachi, KB's dad, is like the key in this whole thing kinda annoys yeah. me. Cause now I don't think Upuleng will be able to like still date KP and hate his dad. Mm. So yeah, that mm. kinda Do you think she'll yeah, end I'm... up with the nice guy with Wade? I think Do you we... think nice guys will I win at the end win. of the day? Guys, I really don't think Wade should win. I don't think they they are a match. Wade was just a guy that helped Puleng to get where she wanted. I don't think romantically there should be anything that happens there. Just because yeah, he's a actually, nice guy, do I don't think he do needs to point. win. You know. Because also, if you think about it, um, there was that the 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 chick that uh, the head girl, uh, yes, uh, yes, the the head girl candidate. There was a little bit of a spark towards the end where they mm. were like, oh, let's have a bit of popcorn before he left to go wherever he was going, like second to last or last episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a bit of a spark, nyana. so you never know. Like, they seem like they vibe a bit more. Uh, but I do agree. Like, Buleng and KB kind of seem like they are, I don't know, you know man. It, KB took that... Even though K- KB took that girl's virginity in a classroom. Like, dog. I mean, yeah, Which, she pushed for it, though. She's wait. the one who was like, hey, right now, let's go. Like, no. Wait, man, wait, wait. Hold up. KB took whose virginity in a classroom? Puleng. Puleng. Guys, how did I have missed this? Last time I remember... <laughs> it, <laughs> what? I remember... You see, thing is, sometimes I watch this series whilst I'm cooking, and even when I was re-watching, I was baking cookies. <laughs> yeah. How did I miss it twice? I just remember them yeah. at the hotel, and she was like, nah, I'm not ready. And then okay. yeah, they the stopped. Next episode, later on, the next episode later is where they actually did it. They oh, did it no. on the floor of a classroom. <laughs> I'm like, guys, no, like, I can't no, watch it. She's the one that instigated it, though. Like, so you can't be like, it's KB's fault. Nah, KB bro. had the hotel everything set up. She's like, nah, I'm not ready. And then she jumped. But then so, she's ready in bro. the classroom. Like, I think also as a guy, you must just be yeah. like, no, come on, let's just wait until I can make this uh, 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 special. Uh, uh. Maybe this, Guys, the, quick question. maybe this is the hopeless romantic that's, in me speaking. So but that, I do think that's 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 the Wade mentality, and that's why you will lose. <laughs> guys, quick question, quick question. Did you guys find that this was representative of high schools, like when you were schooling in Zim? Did this type of stuff happen? Like the amount of alcohol, the drugs. You know, nah, I think I um, think that was that's that's more of Indiana two thousand to be honest. I think we at least I had a, I had a, I had a half 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 I had a old boys school for like half my high school career and then my other half of my high school career was co-ed, and mm-hmm. in both instances there were certain things. So like the schooling part of it, the academic part of it, definitely I could relate to. Um, 
but like the sports you know you know being able to hand in assignments late or whatever that part was relatable but like the whole house parties with drugs and stuff like the the worst things got was just people drinking alcohol that was like um, as druggy as it ever and, and weed of course that was that was those were the two hard things at least in my high school career nothing else i think i'm gonna i'm gonna go out and say is in zim probably towards senior year and thereabout you kind of do start to to be exposed to a lot more people and i do think the parties there are become a bit more lit but i'm going to speak to myself for myself and say you know some some of the things wouldn't have wouldn't have flown at my mother's house like that ish wouldn't have like yeah like i watched i watched her walk into the house at god knows what time that was and i'm just like your mrs moyo would just (laughs) <laughs> give me a backhand till Jesus comes. Yeah, like I know that's real. why I said into summer two thousand, Yeah, true. Because this this Some it really made me realize it, it made me realize that maybe I grew up in a really conservative town because the worst that could happen was alcohol. Or also maybe yeah. I just didn't hang around like the right crew to see all of that. True. Yeah, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. That I think as you get older, you do get you do start to get exposed to more characters, more people introduce more things. But I do think most of us came from pretty grounded families where a lot of things wouldn't have flown. Like, yeah, a lot of no, stuff. it was, I, it was, it was, it was, it was definitely more of the it's TV and I've seen this a whole bunch of times yeah. type of thing where yeah. uh, that's where my comfortability came with it. But if I tried to relate it to real world, I thought I may be using just as a goalie, you know, type of thing. It's, like, <laughs> it's po- you're, you're actually right. It could be. Because when I look at my cousins might. from Joburg, we, we're not really raised the same. So you could be onto something. <laughs> I promise so you. We, we, we need to get your cousin on the podcast. Uh, no. Have Goodbye. Them share the experiences. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's the craziest thing that happened at your high school, Noah? If you just think about it, I, mean, I saw I saw a question like that somewhere online, and I'm like, what was the big scandal at at your school? Ah, uh, I don't know. Like like I said, I wasn't really exposed to a lot of stuff, but I think yeah. the biggest scandal was my grade nine teacher bringing her fiance, who was like. Tra- being tried for murder to our class party so oh, wow. we had like a <laughs> yeah we we okay, had a class party wild. with the murderer and he was actually like convicted for it like he's still in jail right now because he did it question um, was he was he cool though <laughs> he was scary he was blonde with blue eyes okay, hitler's that's, dream that's... <laughs> <laughs> he was scary is, I, watch, I watch blood and water and i say in that little stint alone there were at least three huge stories that would literally in my high school life shake any school shake any they would school. shake yeah. any school like it was brad would be in the newspapers every yeah. it was a lot it was a lot that I they mean, threw got, out in there the teacher with the student relationship you've got the kids mm-hmm. breaking into the school and having sex in classrooms that's a big thing it's a really big thing it's a lot yeah i know it was a lot it was a lot going on in those schools plus the drugs that were being done at the house parties i mean I, i'm starting to hear stuff about like in the, over the last couple of years that's what i'm saying maybe isn't about 2000 or something because I, I have heard those stories coming out of cbc in terms of kids doing hard drugs nowadays oh, like you know they've, they've yeah they've gra- they've graduated past the weed and the alcohol and they're doing you know coke and x and you know oh my gosh all these other things so yeah 
maybe we need to get one of these two thousands on the pod and be like, Kari, Lienza. <laughs> What's going on? I wonder if you'll even understand them, all of that slang. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, it's a lot. We'll get a translator. We'll get a translator. <laughs> like, please put this, put this into English for the masses. But um, otherwise, guys, thanks so much for, 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 for doing this on the, on the weekend. Appreciate it a lot. Um, I think we can kind of leave it there. Um, I guess we'll come back for season two. I think that will probably be next year. Or if there's something that brings us together, once again, that is super, super interesting. Uh, I guess we can do a review depending on how kind of how, how this how this how this goes how this works but otherwise uh normally where can people find you online all right well before people can find me thank you so much for having me guys i really enjoyed this i was kind of nervous at first because you know like i'm so used to running my own my own thing so being a guest <laughs> being a guest is like oh my gosh can i say that can i not but you guys have been yeah, really right. great. <laughs> um, if people are interested in anything relating to student life, financing, or just hearing about myself, my life, and my boyfriend, please do check me out. <laughs> check me out on Instagram at nokuhle underscore kumalo. So kumalo without the H. Or you can search me on YouTube, Nokuhle Kumalo. It's just N-O-K-U-H-L-E-K-U-M-A-L-O. And that's it, guys. Wait, quick question, Spad. Yeah, boo. Are you going to bake scones for my boy at 3 a.m.? I think it's important. You know, I think you deserve that. <laughs> you know, we've, we've, I... we've, taken, we've taken you away from him for, like, the better part of an hour. I think I told you. at 3 a.m. are... Listen, no. um, I baked cookies earlier on. I told you guys I was re-watching Blood and Water and I missed the sex scene again because I was baking cookies. So oh. don't stress. Your, your, your friend is as well taken care of. Shame. We give thanks. Alright guys, catch you on the flip side. Uh, and then this is us, like, this, this is me at least signing out. You guys feel free to stay on and keep talking. But Mina, bye bye. Later, 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 fam. <laughs> bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.